Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. What is the super practical gift that you want for Christmas? Super practical gift. Okay. 651-641-1071. What's the super practical gift that you want for Christmas? We are taking your calls here. Why are we asking? Well, because uh, there is a list that has emerged. You know, we love a list. We do love lists. Of the most underrated Christmas gifts. You know, I think sometimes people want to be inspired. Okay. And get the most spectacular, off the beaten path, special gift for the people that they care about. One of a kind, special. But those underrated gifts, those things that are just sort of the everyday items, those are things that people get really excited about too. So there's a list of the most underrated gifts that people really enjoy getting. Uh, and I was just curious, like, what are the things that are on your list that are just practical, everyday things? 651-641-1071. Should we go to the phone? Let's do it. We've got Rebecca on the line. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. Hi. Hi. Okay, so what is, like, the super practical gift that's on your list this year or every year? So the one I needed this year especially were new tires, and my mother-in-law came through and got me those. Yes, thank you to your mother-in-law. Right. Right, and now I keep telling my boyfriend what I want for Christmas because I need it besides a massage and possibly a new tattoo is a book light. Oh, a little book light. Just a little book oh, light. that's a great so idea. We got a newborn who's four months old, so I'm like... This way I can still read at night without having to have on my big lamp yes. and keep her awake. There you go. Rebecca, I love it. By the way, I just want to like the, you just said the exact thing that tells you that you are a full grown adult, which is oh, when yeah. you are excited about tires and that hey, somebody two else. Years ago, I got a microwave and a vacuum for Christmas and I was just I was so excited. Right. I love it. Thanks for your call. It's Rebecca. always fun to have other people cross things off your list. Right. right? And th- because like. I, like, there are certain things where you're like, I just, I need that thing, but I don't want to spend my own money on it. I know. And then you get really excited when somebody else, like, I've been excited about a vacuum before. Yeah. I got a garbage can one year for Christmas. Oh, yeah. I was beside myself. Oh, like, I'm sure. oh this is so great. Yeah. Like, a fancy garbage can. Oh, I love getting things crossed off my list for gifts. Right? Yeah, because then I didn't have to buy it. Right. Or even, like, for for example, the garbage can wasn't even on my list. I just was so excited to have a fancy garbage can and not have to use the nasty, trashy trash that we'd been using at the time. Nasty. Um, We've got Teresa on the line. Hi, Teresa. 
Teresa, what's the super practical gift? What's that uh, that everyday kind of thing that you're really excited about that's on your list? I need a vacuum to replace the vacuum I got two years ago for my birthday. Oh, my oh, gosh. Already? already? What happened to the vacuum? Doesn't suck We've anymore? Pets. We've got pets. Oh. So it's a lot of vacuuming, a lot of hair. There's a lot of suction going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I hear you. And it's not quite picking up as fast as it should be, huh? Well, yeah, and right now I've got duct tape holding a few parts together, so it's time. time. Yeah, yeah, because that's not something you can just easily go without forever. You're going to need something new. Well, Teresa, good luck. Fingers crossed that you get that vacuum cleaner. Thanks for your call. Um, Also, you know, for anybody who's like wants to like drop a really good hint, this is a great place to do it. You can. Tell us yeah. your thing and then be like, hey, I was on the radio today, you guys. You should listen. And then send it to them and then just let let <laughs> let it let go and let Santa. Yeah. Uh, let's like go that, to, let go let I mean, really, let's go to, is it, is it Saith? Saith is on the line. Hello. What is the super practical thing that's on your Christmas list? Socks. But like the really good running socks that are like $16 a pair that I'm too cheap to buy for myself. Yes. I thought you said a box. I mean, so, you know, sometimes a box. Well, then maybe, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the dog would like that. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you. Yes, I hope you get the really expensive running socks and do feel free to share this with Santa. Thank you for your call. And Holly can relate to that because I literally, even before it came out of her mouth, I knew because Holly and I were walking the other day and she she walks outside. Oh, you can you can talk now because you've, Got your headphones on um, because we were walking down the hall and you were like, I'm wearing my boyfriend or my husband's socks. Yeah, I've kind of started to take his sock stash and then I wear them because you need the wool socks to keep your tootsies warm. Well, That's yeah, right. especially when you're going on long walks and you don't if you don't have insulated shoes or even if you do adding an extra layer of like, you know, thin insulated socks or something. Nice merino wool. Yeah, especially here in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for your tootsies. Holly, I hope that Santa brings you those. Let's go to Jennifer. Jennifer's on the line. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. What's the super practical thing on your Christmas list? Hi, I'm twinning with one of the other callers. I need a vacuum cleaner. Mm, all See? right. Because mine also is held together with duct tape and wire. And we have five humans with hair and five pets with fur. And it can build up pretty quickly. Wow. Oh, for sure. And who wants to pay for a vacuum <laughs> No, cleaner? it's not fun, and it's not sexy. Oh, Jennifer, fingers yeah. crossed for you. Thanks for your call. Thanks, Jennifer. Don is on the line. Hi, Don. What is the super practical gift that you want for Christmas? Okay, old school fashion lemon and lime juice uh, squeezer. Oh, okay. So like the um, the handheld one where you just stick the lime or lemon in and... Press down. Yeah, exactly. Because the one I have um, stinks, and also, um, you know, so if you're making cocktails mm-hmm. or baking or something, it's just way easier. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Um, I hope that Santa heard your heard your requests. Uh, <laughs> Me too. I hope I'm not on the naughty list. Uh, you know what? You never know. That's you never true. know. Thanks, Don. Let's go to Noel. Noel, you'll have the final word on this. What is the super practical thing that's on your Christmas list? For the fancy uncut turbinado sugar squares that aren't really square, but they're kind of rough cut. Oh. I don't know. I put them in my coffee and tea, and I think they're delightful, and I also think it's sort of silly for me to spend that much money on them. That's kind so, of a fun, uh, yeah, fun little luxury for, for yourself. Kids. Yeah. 
Yeah. I love that. Noel, thank you for your call, and I hope you get your sugar squares. Yeah. Um, I will tell you, coffee's on the list of super practical gifts that people ask for. Yeah, for sure. I mean, any kind of staples. Like, if you want to make somebody's day, like, buy them a big, you know, truckload of toilet paper. I mean, right? we've all been, you know, we've all appreciated the value of toilet paper over the last few years. Well, I will tell you, number 14 on the list is a bidet. Okay. That so, seems a little personal. That's a thing. Uh, number 11 is underwear. Also, I mean, I mean, if you know the kind of underwear a person wears, I guess it'd be your partner. Right. Because I'd be careful to buy underwear for someone I didn't know that well. I sort of even like, I don't know. I, I feel like underwear is like such a, it is such a personal thing. And people have like their preferences. I feel like it's the best to pick out your own underwear. Yeah, unless you're like sending them a link. Like, here's the underwear I want. I mean, we used to do that with a yeah. list. Um, in our family, you just had a list of, and essentially you'd link to the things that you wanted. Oh. And then they just tick them off. There you go. Yeah. We used to, Santa used to bring us all the practical things. So that's when you'd get like a toothbrush, mm-hmm. new toothpaste, some shampoo. Like you'd get that stuff all the way through the year. But I think Santa really just wanted to fill up the old stocking. Um, but that's, you know, it's a good time to kind of stock up on that all, stuff. Well, yeah, all your toiletries and things. Yeah, exactly. Uh, thank you, everybody, for calling. Thank when you. we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, the Roy- there's another royal um, smackdown happening. Is it a smackdown? What is it? Uh, no, I wouldn't. A kerfuffle? No, I think there's just a rumor going around about a fight between Harry and Meghan and Prince William and Kate. And a I kind of don't think that it's it's actually what people are trying to make it out to be. Oh, okay, good. Bradley Trainer will have all the latest on that after this on My Talk 1071. Well, there's a new royal battle, and Bradley's here to tell us everything we need to know about what's going on between those royals on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. What's up, what's up with the, the well, Harry and the Megan and the William and the Kate? <laughs> so, Holly, and if you get a chance, bless you, to uh, give us some Super Bowl highlights. I think that's a perfect metaphor for the alleged battle between these dueling royals. They're playing football. In the one corner is Harry and Meghan with their fabulous new, probably not all that telling Netflix special. And on the other side, the Prince and Princess of Wales big U.S. visit. Who will come out on top? Who will look the best? Who will walk away with the Super Bowl ring. I don't know. See, like, it, the whole Super Bowl metaphor is lost on me. But that's kind of the the sentiment. The tabloids are portraying these four, uh, these two sides, when it comes to the royal family. And I'm not buying it, frankly. This is not the first time that Prince Harry and uh, Meghan have been alleged to try to throw a wrench in the works of Prince William and Prince Kate. Like, we allegedly know there's a rift between the brothers, right? right? And, of course, it's all Meghan's fault because she stole Harry away from the royal family, which is what the tabloids would have you believe. Mm -hmm. Trash. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, remember when they called them the Fab Four? Like, they were united. And it's, like, it's so funny to me that it's beyond our imagination like, they either have to be all together or at each other's throats, but there's no in-between. Exactly. And the story that, that kicked things off today is an exclusive from page six. Harry and Meghan out to disrupt Prince William and Kate's U.S. trips, as a source. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, so I honestly didn't know that they were here for a big U.S. visit. Allegedly, supposedly, they're in Boston and they're paying tribute to the Queen who visited in uh, 1976. It's a three-day visit. Uh, Apparently, there's an Earthshot Prize ceremony that they're a part of. And it's the first time they have been in the United States since a visit to New York City since 2014. So Hmm. I am now knowing about this. Congrats and welcome, William and Kate, if you're listening. Mm -hmm. It's possible. It's possible. Not likely, but possible. Thank you for listening. We love you guys. Or at least we don't like think you're you fighting. No. Call us. But <laughs> but you might wonder, like, well, how are they trying to throw... How are Harry and Meghan trying to throw a, yeah. a wrench into this visit? Like, are they, like, showing up uh, in all the places where they are and, like, trying to take the spotlight? There is a coordinated campaign to overshadow the Prince and Princess of Wales' big U.S. visit. You know their dramatic teaser for the Duke and Duchess of Sussex hotly anticipated six-part docuseries Harry and Meghan? Well, it was dropped early Thursday while William and Kate were in the middle of their big Boston visit. Oh, my gosh. This um, is ridiculous. Okay, just because... Frankly, they are announcing their trailer at the very same time that these guys are in the U.S. It doesn't mean they're trying to steal the thunder. I think the U.S. media is large enough to be able to cover both stories. Yeah. And also, it's probably two different audiences. The British people are probably fascinated by William and Kate's visit. Mm -hmm. The American people, sure, like I would be fascinated. Obviously, we're not that fascinated because I didn't even know. Yeah. Right? I only knew because they were at a Celtics game the other day. How the heck did you figure that? Are you watching, uh, what is that, basketball? No, it was honestly in the, (laughs) what is that sport? It was honestly in the Daily Mail. And I, the only reason I paid attention to it was because I was delighted at somebody's response to the way that Kate was clapping courtside. And they were like, is this her first time clapping? I mean, because it did look like she wasn't quite sure how to get the mitts together. It was very funny. Interesting. But that's the only thing. That is the thing. It was like somebody's snark was the thing that made me know that they were even here to begin with. Yeah. And to your point, again, it's like the the lack of creativity in the media. It's like they only have one narrative and they're going to bang that drum any way they see fit. And they don't even like... realize that most of us, I hope, are smart enough to recognize that the nation is large enough for both of them to exist in the same space and not be taking the spotlight from one another. Exactly. And remember what I said that this was alleged to be a like heavy duty, all out coordinated campaign against them. Yeah. So what's what else is in there? It was a trailer. And of the trailer. Royal watcher Hugo Vickers, a friend of the royal family, so that tells you everything you need to know, (laughs) says, quote, surprise, surprise, how very boring of Harry and Meghan. But this sort of thing is inevitable. It does sound a bit pretentious. Okay, so wait a minute. So all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All-out coordinated campaign to steal the thunder, but it's boring and dumb. Yeah. Like, you, I, I kind of don't feel like you can have it both ways, right? Like, I think maybe... Um, if it was a coordinated all-out campaign, it would include more than just a trailer to the Netflix thing that we already knew was out. And, like, is that really going to steal all the headlines? Like, oh, we're going to go over here now because this... But if it's dumb, then that's not a very good coordinated all-out campaign, right? Like, if it's boring... Right, coordinated and all-out... it shouldn't out. matter because it's boring. Yeah, and coordinated and all-out makes it sound like there's, like actually many components to it that are agreeing to work together in order to overshadow this big visit. And so far we've got one example of a trailer that dropped and that's it. Yeah. And also the tabloids are trying to make a lot out of something that, do you remember Omid Scobie? Yeah. Wasn't he uh, like in the pocket of Harry and Meghan? He's like allegedly, supposedly besties or at least connected uh, a mouthpiece for those two. Yeah. Uh, the tab in this case, page six points out Markle's friend. Oh, okay. Markle's friend, journalist Omid Scobie, seemed to make the point clear that they were trying to destroy the uh, William and Kate. Tried uh, seemed to make the point clear when he tweeted out the trailer on Thursday. <laughs> if tomorrow is Prince William's Super Bowl, then here's your halftime show. Okay. Okay. Well, that's actually complimentary. Yeah. Because what's the halftime show? Yeah, that's like the thing that keeps you occupied till the second half of the Super Bowl. Right. So it's not like Omid Scobie is saying they're trash and this is the, right. So that's not he's not making the point yeah. clear. Page six says he's making the point clear. The point that they're trying to say is making clear mm-hmm. is that Harry and Meghan are out to destroy William and Kate's U.S. trip. That's not making that point because that point is not made with the statement that these two like, oh, look, here's a great thing. And if that's a great thing, this is another great thing. So they both have great things. Are the British always this petty? Well, we certainly know that uh, tabloids are oh. when it comes to the royal that's family. True. And not just the British tabloids, because this is page six. I'm sure the British tabloids are far pettier because they do seem to have it out for Kate and Harry or Megan and Harry and not Kate and William. But... You don't have to buy into it just because they're trying to sell you that trash. Yeah, I'm not. I. Choose, they can all be happy. It's fine. I choose to continue shopping. Okay. I shan't be buying that. I shan't be buying it. Hey, we need somebody to play spot the crazy, stupid idiot. 651-641-1071. Do you think you're good at spotting which crazy, stupid idiot is real? Give us a call. You're going to win. I promise. After this on My Talk 1071. Well, we have gamified our crazy, stupid idiot segment on Fridays, and uh, that requires one very, very smart listener to be able to t- t- to determine and spot a crazy, stupid idiot on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. 
It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. Like? We, well, we've got Katie on the line. Yeah. So let's first talk to our contestant, Katie. Hello. Hello, Colleen and Bradley. Hi. So, Katie, um, would you say that you have a particular talent uh, when it comes to spotting a real crazy, stupid idiot? Uh, well, I would say that um, I have dated a few crazy, stupid idiots, <laughs> okay. and I don't know if that's a talent or a curse. Well, you know what? Let's let's put it to work for you right now. Okay. So here's what's going to happen. The three of us are each going to tell you about a crazy, stupid idiot. You then, uh, after listening to all three stories, are going to have to tell us which we, which one you think is the real crazy, stupid idiot, like an actual story that actually happened in the world within which we live. Uh, okay, and then... Here's the deal. You're going to win a T-shirt and you're just going to win a T-shirt because we're going to make you guess until you get it right. And that's just what we do because we're givers. <laughs> so hang tight, Katie, and just listen okay. and then we'll bring you back when we're done. OK, yep. Awesome. All right. Where are we going first? Who wants to start? I'll go first. OK, good. All right. So uh, let's start in Monmouth, New Jersey. And I want to tell you about a failed carjacking. <sighs> Uh, how do I even begin to tell you about these three people who attempted to carjack Jack? A, yeah, carjack. We'll just go mm-hmm. with that. And uh, they would have gotten away with it, too, except for one dumb mistake. And uh, the people we're talking about is Rage Durant, Tyler Lairs, and Hasma Williams, uh, ranging in age from 18 to 20. They're being held at the Monmouth County Jail ahead of a scheduled hearing on Mm. December 7th. They tried to carjack a person, were unsuccessful. Why? And that's what earned them crazy, stupid idiot status. Were they unsuccessful? Okay, so I'm hoping that this is the answer because I feel like this has happened before. Was it a stick shift car, Mm. a manual transmission, and the did not have the capability to drive such a car. I like where you're going, but, but no. No, that is not the correct okay. answer. So uh it's it's another oh my god, they did what? Oh any ideas, Hals? Mm. Wanna guess? Or mm. Colleen another guess? Mm. I mean, did it involve anything like this? <laughs> no. <laughs> there was no polishing of anything. Um Okay, I have one more guess. Okay. I'm guessing the person who was driving the car had the key on their person, and when they got out of the car, the car wouldn't work mm. because okay. the key was no longer in the vehicle. No, uh, here's what happened. Okay. The driver had been waiting for somebody when this car was attempted to be jacked, or however you say that. Mm-hmm. So she was just waiting around when two man, uh, two men and a woman forced her out of her vehicle. This was around 9 o'clock p.m. They fled on this one road, but they were forced to pull over. They were forced to pull over because, remember, I said the woman was waiting for yeah. someone. She was waiting for AAA. Do you oh want to guess why? She had, like, a flat tire. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So they nice. stole her car with a flat tire. So they oh didn't get very far and were arrested. That's hilarious. Yeah. 
like, they were like it was like a crime of opportunity, but they didn't. Yeah, but but the wrong opportunity. Yeah, exactly. opportunity for AAA, not yeah. for three carjackers. <laughs> like, what are the odds? We just come upon a car that, and it just is. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Whoops. Mm-hmm. That's why. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Maybe do a little, you know, reconnaissance before you exactly determine who you're going to carjack. Just a know. visual once over. Yep. Yeah. All right. Where are we going okay. next? We are going to Hardy Hardyville. Georgia. Yeah, I thought we were going to Hardy's. I was hoping. I would like to and go there. I'm actually curious. Like, is I don't know. This is dumb. But I wondered if Hardyville, Georgia is like the birthplace of Hardy's. But it, I don't know. Anyway. It's I, actually the birthplace of Oliver Hardy from Laurel oh, and Hardy. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's a lie. <laughs> okay. We're going to Hardyville, Georgia. It's Saturday morning. It's about 2 o'clock in the morning. Okay. When Sandra Calloway heard some rustling around in her refrigerator in her kitchen area. She was like, what's that? Now, oh, scary. listen, I'm, I'm just going to be honest. Like, my first thought is, if that's me, I just pick up the phone and call somebody. But she did what we tell people not to do. Go investigate. And she went to investigate. And what she found was 22-year-old Douglas Andrew Gifford in her kitchen. Oh, no. And he was the one that was rifling through her fridge. Oh, God, that's terrifying. And she... uh now, this thing I can understand. She screamed, and that caused him to run away. Now, she had some luck in the situation because her neighbor, Frank Arneson, is an off-duty, was an off, is an off-duty cop. He was off-duty. He's a cop. And so she went over to his house, and she, like, slammed, like, knocked on the door. And he, like, came out, and I'm sure, as one does, when somebody slam or like knocking on their door at 2 a.m., yeah. he's probably like, What something's what's going on? We got an emergency. He called for backup and then he began searching around the house. Okay. And what he found was 22 year old Douglas Andrew Gifford oh. hiding in the shrubs adjacent to Ms. Calloway's house. And oh. he was crouching down in her bushes. In her bushes. Oh. And when asked, what are you doing there? And luckily, I mean, I don't even know if the backup backup had come yet, but Frank Arneson Quarter is a cop and he's there. Uh, he was like, what are you doing here? And uh, Mr. Gifford said he was. Any guesses? Uh, waiting for a friend. Nope. I'm just waiting on a friend. <laughs> he did not sing. Oh. Or maybe he did. I don't know. Oh, Okay. He Not waiting said, for a friend. What did he say? He said, I am a bush. Oh, he tried to pretend to be a bush. How many bushes talk back? This I ain't one. never been a talking bush this other one. than like Jenna Bush Hager. Uh, well, and you know, she's okay. Uh, anyway, he said he was be- he was a bush. He's, he was being a bush and he was trying to hide. <laughs> so let me guess. They didn't the believe him. No, they did not. Okay. Uh, he was found to be under the influence of psychedelic mushrooms. There you go. And that He's explains a and a mushroom. why he ended up in her kitchen. Uh, where are we going next, Holly? Clackamas. Clackamas. Clackamas, Oregon. Okay. I don't think they say a clackamas. No. Just clackamas. Okay. No, we're going to the Fred Meyer. Is that like a grocery store? Yeah. it's okay. You know, it's just a one-stop shop for all things fun. And apparently... Uh, this guy, Jordan Sussman, got the memo. 
Mm. Because he found himself in a Fred Meyer in Clackamas, Oregon. Clackamas. <laughs> and uh, um, Jordan decided to maybe do a little grocery shopping, pick up a, a, a few uh, I, this or that items. And also Jordan decided to have a little fun while he was there. Okay. Oh, Holly. Mm-hmm. Right, can you hit the button? Is it that kind of fun? Is he doing that? Oh. No! Okay, sorry. Oh, like a little like puff puff fun? <gasps> Oh, he wanted to ride a bicycle at the Fred Meyer because they have those for sale. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Except it's. Where- I just had to change my entire like w- my setting because I thought we were in like a convenience store. No, Fred. Me- it's like a grocery store. Gotcha. It's kind of like you know, like a Target with the food Got and the such and the this and that. Well, Jordan decided to help himself to the bicycles mm. and decided to ride one. Oh. But you know where he rode it. Around the store? Exactly. And you know what he was also doing inside the store? No. Popping wheelies. Yeah, and... Uh-oh. Taking things off the shelf? Yeah, with a baseball bat. Oh! oh. Okay, you're not supposed okay. to do that. No, that's not... It was not... just like, I'm going to go through the store. Oh I mean, that would be terrifying. I'm going to be honest, it sounds fun in a controlled environment. Well, yeah, right? Like, like, it would be kind of fun to, you know, bike around and knock things down with a baseball bat. If that were, if you were in a place where that was the activity, so now we know what we're doing for Colleen's yeah. next birthday. <laughs> yeah, we're you. going to get her a bicycle and a baseball bat, and we're going to just set let up me go to strategic things. I don't know, fruits, I vegetables. We should start that fun. business, right? Yeah. It's like that whirly ball. Well, maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe Jordan had some fun, but he then faced the consequences mm-hmm. of his fun, and then he was arrested by Clackamas police, and right. they don't have bikes and baseball bats. In jail. No, they don't. Sorry. Okay. Well, let's let's bring uh, our friend Katie back. And Katie. Hi, Katie. Hello. Okay, Katie. These are your three choices. Which one of these choices is the real crazy, stupid idiot? Is it the flat tire jackers? Is it? Flat tire jackers. I don't know. Is it uh, Mr. Gifford the Bush? Or... Is it the bike and the baseball bat? What's the real one? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I feel like all three of them are are legit. I mean, I get it when it comes to, like, you know, easy prey with a car on the side of the road. The I mean, you had me at Hardee's. Mm-hmm. Um, right? Thank you. Also, Biscuits and gravy. Also, yes. And also, I remember growing up and uh, going at Christmas time to go see a uh, Bruce the Spruce. And he was a tree that talked. So oh, oh. I, that was back in the day. So then I'm like, well, okay, maybe he was a bush. <laughs> and then I, I think of, you Before know, the, the bike around the grocery store with the bat. I mean, that just, like you said, sounds like a blast. And right? I would want to do that. Yeah, I don't trust myself either. No. <laughs> um, I... I, uh, you know, for the love that I have for Bruce the Spruce, I'm going to say I'm a bush. You think I'm going Colleen. You think that I'm a bush is the real crazy, stupid idiot survey says. Katie, Katie, I totally made that up. Uh, Okay, so now you get a second try. We've got the flat tire jacker or the bicycle in the back. Yes. Okay. Let's, okay, I, 
because the bad in the bike just seems like so much fun than crazy. <laughs> I'm going to go with number one, the tire, the car on the side of the road. Okay. That one. All right, stupid. Katie, you think Bradley Trainer delivered the real crazy, stupid idiot today? And the answer is... Yes! 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 You got it, Katie. Katie. She got there. Thank you so much. <laughs> playing spot the crazy stupid idiot today you spotted the crazy stupid idiot and uh you are you're all set okay great so she you just watch for that t-shirt wear it with pride thank you so much for playing thanks katie thank Uh, you and thanks colleen for everything that you've done on the radio show you've been amazing to listen to and i i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Love it. Oh, so thank you, Katie. Yep. Thank you Thanks. so much. We've got a whole a one more week and uh, f- before the the series finale of Team Cobra, <laughs> uh, the Colleen and Bradley show. It's a week from today, and so thank you to Katie. Um, and I'll be I'll still be here keeping this seat warm, oh, talking yeah. into this microphone for another week. Uh, when we come back though on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have a little game to play. That game is called the Throwback. What? After this on my talk one oh seven one.